this is the last day of March. One of the strangest months of all of our lives. Is April going to be worse? I think most people are saying so, aren't they? Maybe not with the stock market. Maybe the stock market's not crazier in April. I think the coronavirus thing is going to be worse in April. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's undoubtedly true. Um, Yeah. Crazy month. I'm really, really, really worried about the number of people who are not getting paid in the the economic downturn. And what this will, uh, you know, what marks this will leave upon our economy and our people for God knows how long. Yeah, we just learned of people we know who are being furloughed. Furloughed, uh, a a friendly sounding word. It sounds kind of like warm and. Like you're putting a blanket around me, furloughed. Sure, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, you're not getting paid anymore is the thing. And, right, uh, for a while. You're still employed, but you're not going to get paid. And really, to me, getting paid is one of my favorite parts of any job I've ever had. Yeah. So when you eliminate that, it takes a lot of the fun out of it. Yeah. On the other hand, businesses that aren't getting any revenue, it's difficult for them to pay you. Yeah, and uh, as much as you'd think you could just shut something down, then when it's time to start it up again, not every human enterprise enterprise works that way. Of course not. And you, all of a sudden, some of your workers are gone, and they're not coming back, and some of your customer base is gone, and they're not coming back, and it's just... Well, and if you're a furloughed, you're not getting a paycheck this month, are you going to make your car payment, or your rent, or your... Right, and then that cascades that. outward. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll be talking about that. I have a feeling for months to come. So we continuing to rebalance the whole costs and benefits question. I was happy to see Joe Scarborough apparently this morning on his show, uh, say that no, 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 he's all on board with the my pillow guy. Good with the my pillow guy. That was oh, a good, good thing that the the guy that runs my pillow said they're gonna seventy five percent of their manufacturing are gonna switch over from making pillows, which makes him a profit, to making these masks. Um, cause we need more masks or, or do we, we're, we're so confused. I'm so confused. I was out and about yesterday. I was wearing a mask at the pharmacy. I was the only one in the place. I keep hearing from experts. If we all wore masks, we could have flattened the curve weeks ago and 80% less this or that. Then I hear other experts, including our own dang surgeon general say the masks don't really do anything. And in oh, some crap. cases they can make it worse. You're lying to us. We know you're lying to us. To preserve the masks for the medical pros. I sympathize with your goal. I don't appreciate the misinformation. So first we're going to hear from Dr. Fauci, and then we're going to hear from Tucker Carlson, who's been looking into this question of whether or not they're a good idea also. The idea of getting a much more broad, community-wide use of masks outside of the healthcare setting is under very active discussion at the task force. The CDC group is looking at that very carefully. The thing that has inhibited that a bit is to make sure that we don't take away the supply of masks from the healthcare workers who need them. Wow. But when we get in a situation where we have enough masks, I believe there will be some very serious consideration about more broadening this recommendation of using masks. We're not there yet, but I think we're close to coming to some determination because if in fact a person who may or may not be infected, wants to prevent infecting someone else. One of the best ways to do that is with a mask. So perhaps that's the way to go. And again, I say, Jim, that's under very active consideration. We'll be discussing it today, this afternoon, at the task force it's meeting. It's under active I consideration. Clear, you're saying when the supply is sufficient to allow that. Right, because the one thing, Jim, you don't want to do, mm-hmm. you don't want to take masks away from the health care yep. providers 
who are in a real and present danger okay, of I getting infected. Get that would be the yeah. worst so thing. Honesty. But, but here's the, wow, how refreshing. Yeah, but here's the problem. So this has been going on for months now. If masks are a good idea, freaking tell me. Right. You're an expert. And then I'll either use a mask or not use a mask. But you got to freaking tell me. No. And then And then also the question of... Any mag, should I do anything? There are plenty of people saying wrapping a bandana across your face is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, if it is, freaking tell us. Yeah. New York Times had an op-ed piece last night um, from somebody who claims to know what they're talking about. That, you know, how to make a mask at home. Take a couple of pieces of this kind of cloth and tie it around your face. It's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. There's also a fair number of people that probably have masks because they have them in their garage from painting or whatever. But if I'm being told for months, no, no point in wearing a mask, then I haven't been wearing it. Yeah. Oh, it turns out it's a great idea, and now I may have infected a whole bunch of people or my family or myself? Come on. That's the opposite of what our government's supposed to do. They the were opposite. sacrificing the pawns to protect the healthcare workers. They were lying to you, telling you the masks wouldn't help because they wanted to make sure the health care workers had them because otherwise you'd have all the doctors and nurses dying. Well, I don't know. If and we, they didn't want that. Okay, and but, they didn't trust you with the truth because people are panicky and rush off and buy more toilet paper than they could poo in a year. Well, here's the problem. And I don't know if we cut out this part from Tucker or not. He makes the point that once we once we all recognize that they lie to us for some greater puppet master goal, yeah. well, then you're going to have way more panic and disinformation because we don't believe anything you say. Yep. It does yep. way more harm than good. I hope that was a calculated risk because they have spent their credibility to a large extent. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Fauci continues to be my North Star in a lot of this. I, I trust what he says practically implicitly. I like the Foucher. I love the Foucher. I wish he could clear his throat, but, you know, <laughs> he's an older fellow, and he's a little scratchy. Anyway, let's. Uh, do we want to run the stuff from uh, Tucker last night? Let's hit it. On February 29th, the Surgeon General tweeted this, quote, Seriously, people, stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing the general public from catching coronavirus, but if health care providers can get them to care for sick patients, it puts them and our communities at risk. The CDC amplified this untruth. Even now, the CDC's official coronavirus guidelines only recommend wearing masks for those who are sick or their caregivers. The press joined in, too. A CNN piece from March 2nd says this, quote, Americans don't need masks. The CDC says that healthy people in the U.S. should not wear them because they won't protect them from the novel coronavirus. In fact, face masks might actually increase your risk for infection if they aren't worn properly. But medical workers who treat patients with novel coronavirus do need them, unquote. Time magazine joined in to whine, quote, health experts are telling healthy people not to wear face masks for coronavirus, so why are so many doing it? Why do you think, Time magazine, you moron? The article <laughs> suggests that believing in masks is some kind of superstition, like not walking under ladders or being afraid of black cats. Yeah. It's insulting. It's ridiculous. They're telling you masks don't work unless you work in a hospital? How does that work? Does mask effectiveness change based on what job you do? They're only useful if you're already sick? What? Coronavirus can spread from asymptomatic carriers. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, wait, you're just too dumb to wear the mask. Okay, because they're really hard to put on. Of course masks work. Everyone knows that. Dozens of research papers have proved it. In South Korea, Japan, Hong Kong, the rest of Asia, where coronavirus has been kept under control, masks were key. So look, we understand there's a shortage of masks. We understand only certain people should get them because it's a triage moment. We get it. But stop lying to us. 
because it makes us cynical. It divides the country. Tell the truth. We can handle it. I couldn't agree with that more. Um, The attorney general saying, hey, people, stop buying masks. They don't do any good. Well, now I don't believe anything you're ever going to say to me. And I am not kidding. Why would I listen to anything you've got to say? Yeah, there's a Cambridge study that showed that even wrapping a scarf or a bandana around your face would stop half of the uh, 0.02 micron, uh, the thing, the, the coronavirus-sized nubbins. And um, and we also know that the number of the, the microbes that get into you is incredibly important how severe your infection is. So something as simple and dumb as a bandana can stop half of it. N95 masks worn properly are incredibly effective. That was a terrible calculation worn by our government. Improperly, they're pretty effective. It was a terrible calculation for our government to not say, make a mask, wear some sort of mask. Everybody in the country, we right. can flatten this curve fast. And say, listen, our doctors and nurses are heroes. They're fighting to save our lives. They will die if they don't get the masks. You don't need one yet unless you're around sick people or you are sick. Donate them. Don't hoard them. Make it a moral imperative. But the calculation was made. We're going to be dishonest to get more compliance. And they're still saying it today. We we had we saw a quote it's on laughable. the TV earlier today that laughable. wearing a mask could actually make it worse. Now, if, if you wore a mask... And went into a room full of people coughing the coronavirus. And then you went out of the room and blew your nose with the outside of the mask. Yes, maybe that would be worse than wearing the mask. But the idea that wearing the mask improperly, what if it stopped 10% of the coronavirus? That that could be worse than not wearing. That's just, it's idiotic. And I hate any time the paternal government uh, in any at any level, says something like, "We don't want you to get a false sense of hope or right. comfort or security right. or whatever." Right. That's not your job to decide uh, what my level of hope should be. That's really disappointing. I just hope we, the people, and we, the people's government, learn something from this. I mean, I hope somebody's keeping track of the screw ups. I hope there's an annual review or something like that. Well, I, I wish I'd have had the truth because I've not. But we have some masks. We have them from when the wildfires happened. <clears throat> um, not a lot of them, but I got a few. But I would have been wearing one in the crowded grocery store. I was told by my government that they don't do any good. So I wasn't wearing it. Mm. I made the mistake of listening to them. I won't do that again. Won't make that mistake again. Right. Yeah, that's that's bad. That was a gamble they took. I suppose historians will uh, will judge them for it. We need a 9-11 commission, oh, there in, will in be. effect, there uh, will a be. Kennedy commission. There will be, and it'll be partisan and slow and expensive. And, and the conclusions will most likely be buried. And people will figure out how to make a lot of money off of this. <laughs> right, now we're going to make it mandatory that each hospital have 5 million masks, and they have to replace them every six months because they expire, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Well, the manufacturers will get that into law and make some contribution to the Congress people, but it's the worst form of government except for all the others. I guess. I am so cynical. China's back to selling bats in the wet markets. You hear that? That's exciting. Good news, kids. Bats tonight. I like to get a dead bat floating in a big five-gallon bucket of gray water. Yeah. Slosh it around in there a little bit. Get some of the juice on there. Don't overcook that thing. (laughs) I like them nice and rare, too. (laughs) Thanks, China. Thanks for that, you (laughs) commie scum. Huh? More on the way. 
Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In these crazy times, Taco Bell announced that tomorrow they're offering every American one free Doritos Locos Taco. Experts are calling it not what we need during a national toilet paper shortage. <laughs> oh, that, that made Joe spit. I almost spit. I, I dribbled, which is not not technically spitting. God, we did KFC last night. Oh, I was uh, I was making the argument of uh, I just feel like we should be supporting restaurants to try to keep them open because I wanted to eat restaurant food. Yeah, and uh, but I was going to go to a Chinese restaurant. They were all closed for some reason. They're not answering their phone. Racism. And there was Kentucky Fried Chicken across the street from the pharmacy. So I texted and said, "Anybody up for that?" So we all uh, begrudgingly agreed. So I got the KFC, and even hmm. my even my children. Uh, Said after we ate, Sam said, "Oh, here comes the regret." <laughs> yeah, he said, "Smells good, boy. good, tastes good, but man." And so I, I uh, order some extra something, uh, extra biscuits. I'm stupid. I don't check to see what I got before I get before I pull forward. No, that's a well, that's a stupid mistake. Oh yeah, long I know. line, I and you know. can't go inside anymore to complain. So I get up there. They don't have the extra biscuits, which is the only thing my kids wanted. So I go all the way around and get in a 15 car line again. Oh. To get up there for my biscuits, but they, they, for, for, to make me happy, to make sure I'm a happy customer, they gave me one of their free chocolate cakes. Oh, boy. Which, who knew KFC had a chocolate cake? <laughs> she said, do you want our lemon cake or our chocolate cake? I said, you have cake. <laughs> um, I said, a chocolate, I guess. We didn't even open it. I just, nobody had the guts to try the KFC chocolate cake. Might be good, uh, Colonel. Probably a slaveholder. Um, <laughs> might Perhaps. be a good cakes, but, and it just—it doesn't seem like KFC should make a good chocolate cake. Howdy, folks! The Colonel here. If you're big and fat, and if you here, you probably are. But you're not big and fat enough. May I recommend our new chocolate cake? Ooh-wee. So, um, this is a thing. Donald Trump tweeted this about an hour ago. With interest rates for the United States being at zero, this is the time to do our decades-long-awaited infrastructure bill. It should be very big and bold. Two trillion dollars. Oh, boy. And be focused solely on jobs and rebuilding the once great infrastructure of our country. Phase four. Uh, so, uh, and I know Nancy Pelosi's on board with another round of this sort of thing. I don't know if infrastructure was what she had in mind also. That, in theory, is something both sides agree on. Yeah, they've both been uh, bellowing about it for some time. Getting nothing done, but bellowing. But another $2 trillion something or other? That we don't have. Jonah Goldberg uh, tweeted, uh, I just figured it out. So as long as you say, but it's for the common good. We can do whatever we want with the power of the state. Why hadn't we thought of this sooner? <laughs> That's um, some good sarcasm. We just did $2.3 trillion. People leave out the that point That we don't three. have. That's three hundred billion dollars. What did somebody? Uh, somebody? No, test- it's point three. There's no way it can be that big. 
that somebody somebody said that that point three now of a trillion dollars is stimulus dust or budget the budget dust they called it <laughs> that's just budget dust at this point another two trillion dollars when we're twenty trillion dollars in debt mm. isn't it wow. more like twenty two or twenty three you probably just did, you did, just did the same thing but I'm with a, trillions I might be you rounded off two trillion I could be several behind yeah um jeez uh, who can keep up wee yeah hyperinflation anyone oh boy all right see where that goes so uh speaking of toilet paper got a nice note but an inaccurate one from brad that about, is the worst about wipes set up to any conversation anybody's ever hit me with oh, stay tuned speaking of the toilet worst paper. one so far you want to hear this now or we can wait we don't have a lot of time Brett writes, Jack, Joe, you guys are my heroes, role models, godlike. I was so happy and Thank you. relieved to hear you guys defiantly flush wipes down the toilet with cavalier confidence. Oh, jeez. You express support for our city employees. Let them figure it out. Find a way to deal with the wipes. So I've been flushing wipes guilt-free. Leaning on the motto, let them figure it out, I've also encouraged city employees to manage a little used engine oil, unused paint and paint thinner, some expired medicine, and half a dozen old golf balls. That, that toilet can get rid of anything and has saved me a few trips to the dump. Uh, thank you for your support. The EPA still has to come around. Uh, don't be, don't call me out too harshly. I work in this field and wipes are costing every community thousands of dollars because they don't downgrade. The last three weeks, been, the last three weeks have been terrible. P.S. I'm happy Joe has a bidet. I am too. But that's still a bull ass argument. Just because people have been wiping their heinies one way for however long doesn't mean if something better comes along, y'all down there at the water processing plant get to say you don't get to because that would change your jobs. Change your job is right. Do it better. The Armstrong and Getty Show. With a couple of kids in grade school, I'm really interested in the different school districts that are being taken. So I was just texting with somebody who said their school district, the teachers are forbidden from contacting the students with any um, like lessons or things they're supposed to do mm. for some reason. You got other schools that are like full on, you know, doing the thing all day long. This class, this, this, this class in a variety of ways online. Um, varies so much. And I know uh, this person felt like they were out of the loop, and I feel like I'm out of the loop on how these decisions are being made and for what reasons. But Yeah. I think Joe's right. We're going to have an entire generation that have to sign their names with an X in the future. Right. Having lost this month or two or even three of education, they will just never, ever catch up. Never learn to read or do the simplest of math. I mean, what if this was the six months where they learned cursive? Exactly. Right. Printing like cavemen. (laughs) Cavemen didn't print. Oh, I, so, have, I have some economic stuff that's going to make you unhappy coming up. Oh, great. Something to look forward to. So <laughs> I was referring to this email from Brett, who's trying to make us feel guilty for using uh, wipes instead of dry toilet paper. Uh, the EPA is encouraging Americans to only flush toilet paper. Today, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is encouraging all Americans to flush only TP, not disinfecting wipes or other non-flushable items that should be disposed of in the trash. Flushing only toilet paper helps ensure that toilets, plumbing, sewer systems, and septic systems will continue working properly to safely manage our nation's wastewater. While EPA encourages disinfecting your environment to spread the spread of COVID to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen, never flush disinfecting wipes or other non-flushable items. Blah blah blah. blah. They say flushable on the package, but uh, <laughs> apparently, 
They don't uh, biodegrade nearly fast. Your experts say that that's an, they're not flushable. I'm surprised that, that someone hasn't come up with that yet, because you'd sell gazillions of them. They might fall apart too quickly, since they're moist. All right. That's, moist that, is a terrible word. Everybody agrees on that, but that's the, the best one in the uh, that would be the circumstances. Uh, that would be the, uh, the, 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 the knot you have to uh, untie, obviously, is they... They need to hold enough. Well, you know, we don't need to put too fine a point on this, but uh, they need to hold. hold I'm not sure I'm tracking, Jack. <laughs> they will withstand use, but then quickly biodegrade. Yeah, but I'm surprised after years of these being so popular now. Yeah, that somebody hasn't come up with that. But that is, with all due respect to y'all, because I don't know the numbers involved, and I'm as always open-minded and willing to listen. The idea that, oh, no, this innovation that people like way better is presenting us government workers with a challenge. So you need to stop. That's what bothers me. It is a little like if cars driving on these roads that were designed for horses is really ruining the horse paths. Right. Well, we're going to drive cars from now on, so you're going to have to do something about the horse pass. So here's the dealio. Yeah, it's an innovation, and it's better, so we need to figure out how to deal with that, not order people back onto horses. I've cut way back just because I have a private, living out in the country, we got our own private system, and I was told by the guy, the expert, that if I ruin this system, it's going to cost me a between twenty four and thirty thousand dollars to put a new one in. So we've cut way back on the wipes since I'd be paying for it out of my own pocket. That's your decision and a fine right. one. But uh, need to come I, up with something. So uh, you listen, people hear about like the the ten thousand dollar Japanese super super turbo Godzilla toilet. You don't need that. I want a little robot that just t- turns me over and gives me the once over. <laughs> oh boy, have you seen the latest? I think I tweeted it. Yeah, the latest video from Boston Dynamics. Yes, oh, that no. damn robot is doing a gymnastics routine. Have you seen it, Sean? Oh, I don't think so. It wow. is, you know, you know how it just keeps getting better. Yeah, the first one I do. We, the first one we saw like five years ago. The, the the problem was you could just push it over and it couldn't get back up. Now it's doing freaking gymnastics. It's doing Ninja Warrior stuff. It's a robot. Please Scary, get man. ready to bow down to your robot overlords. We watched this video at dinner last night. It sent us into a long conversation about the singularity and when and my my youngest son is convinced that computers are are, are hell bent on killing us all. A robot right. doesn't need to do handstands and somersaults. This this is and, and split kicks. That, he just took out two soldiers with that split kick. Well, that's the thing. There, or, and he did a, a leaping spin he, and then stuck the landing. Yeah, we're looking at the video. He either took out <clears> two <throat> soldiers or your job at the warehouse <laughs> right. by being able to do that. Uh, where was I? Oh, but uh, so listen, the uh, the particular product I recommend, and, and they ought to be buying ads on the Armstrong and Getty show, is uh, uh, there's one I got that was like $39 and is outstanding. The water is as cold as the water is, so you know it's it'll wake you up though. This is the bidet. This is not the little Japanese robot with a gentle touch. It's a bidet seat. I want a really gentle touch. But you can buy a super cheap one that doesn't have a gentle touch. No, well, yeah, actually, the ch- touch is gentle. It's just cold. Um, ah, I'm awake now. Or the good one I have uh, for the master bedroom in my home uh, is is uh, I can't remember how much it cost, but it was in the two three hundred dollar range. And it's outstanding. Really? Yeah. Outstanding. Well, that's probably the direction It'll we ought to go It'll cut your then. TPUs down by 
85%. That's probably what I do then. I'm telling you. I, I ought to get in touch with this company because they happen, their, their well, manufacturing center is fairly close to where we broadcast. And, and 300 bucks for a good one? Oh, yeah, it's really good. It's great. The wipes are not cheap. No. And you, you, you'd make that up in a couple of years, i got to believe, easily. I tell you what, with the you're whole family. clean as a Stanford operating room, too. And this is the type that you can just self-add on to whatever your, your toilet is? Yeah, it, it takes, you know, uh, 20 minutes. If you can do basic plumbing, and I mean, if you can hook up a hose to the side of your house. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it takes extremely basic plumbing. If I hook it up it's, wrong, am I going to be blinded or drown or anything like that? It depends how long you leave it on. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I might buy the cheap. I, can you get your head down between your legs? Well, then, yeah, you might be blinded. Yeah, I put this. the boiling setting on. Dang it. <laughs> I, uh, I'll go with the cold one. Hello, nurse. <laughs> I'm <Woo>! awake. <laughs> no no more coffee. Walk. Oh, the seat pleasantly warm. Wow. The water pleasantly warm. I'd never Then leave. in the summertime... I beep beep. I cool it off. Wow, <laughs> sounds yeah. fantastic. Oh, I'm telling you, I I feel like I'm the Sultan of Brunei, and it cost me a couple hundred bucks. Be good to your hind end, folks, and it'll be good to you. Or... No, it won't hurt. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, probably time to move along from that. This will chap your ass. Oh boy. Oh um, boy. That that may be your best ever transition. Thank you very much. Uh, St. Louis Fed, They, this is what they do for a living. They figure out these kind of numbers. They put out some economic projections. We all knew what happened last week and when it was, how many was it? Three million? By far the biggest number of people filed for unemployment ever. I mean, oh, it yeah, wasn't yeah, even it was, close. Yeah, just over three, yeah. Uh, their current projection thinks it could cost 47 million jobs send the unemployment rate past 32%. Am I allowed to say the F word these, on the air? These numbers just Holy out today. bleep! 47 million jobs... Uh, employment over 32%. That's that's Great Depression stuff right there. There are nearly 67 million Americans working in jobs that are at a high risk of layoffs. How long would that persist? That's my question. Well, and then and then the you know the building on each other cascading effect of the whole thing, right? To where you can't oh. get out of the spiral even when the coronavirus is over. That's what worries the me. The business is closed now, and yeah. your car has been repossessed, so you can't. And the, they had to repossess your car because they can't pay their bills for. And it just builds on each other. They're, well, that's what they're trying to uh, to prevent with these giant infusions of cash. Don, you're absolutely right. You do need an outlet near enough to the toilet for the, the seat plug anything. It's a good point. I have a friend who's an electrician, so that helped. Um, uh, Back to the... Uh, the so we know a bunch of people that got furloughed just yesterday. So if you're furloughed, you don't get to unemploy for that or uh, sign up for that cool new unemployment insurance? Yeah, you if do. You're, you do if you're furloughed? I think, so you yeah. get your, So you have your health insurance, your oh, old yeah, job, that's and the, the unemployment? Yes. Okay. Yes, because that's the whole point. And if, but, but, and to not fire people. But we're finding out in a lot of cases the unemployment is more than you were making at your job sometimes happens. Yeah, because so you get make regular unemployment plus the super bonus emergency federal unemployment. So what's going to make people come back to work? I don't know when the program ends, theoretically. When, if. A lot of these programs don't ever end. I know Nancy and AOC want it to be permanent, and they will work like crazy to make it permanent, and they will cry bitter, bitter tears uh, about what a tragedy it is that the Republicans are trying to end it. So I don't know the answer to your question. Remember that economic e- economist they quoted in the New York, even in the New York Times said 
it's very difficult to get rid of these programs once they start. Yeah. All these different things. Oh, boy. How are we going to make fun of France if we become France? Yeah, well, something we're going to have to keep an eye on. But, yeah, the, the, I, I just can't even imagine. You look at a strip mall and all those businesses close and you start using your imagination for all of it. Just yeah. everybody paying every kind of bill. The, 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 the shoemaker isn't going to be shipping any shoes to your place because you're not selling any shoes and your employees aren't buying stuff at the restaurant because then, so the restaurant's not making any money and just, it just builds on itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and listen, we're not trying to panic you or anything, but we as citizens of a free nation need to be pushing back or asking the hard questions, uh, of our political leaders always, but especially now. And we have to be willing, we have to be weighing the, the push and pull of cost and benefit of shutting everything down. If, if, you know, the Lord Almighty were to say, you know, I've looked at the, uh, the Federal Reserve in St. Louis and actually they've underestimated it, there will be 40% unemployment for the next four years and then roughly 25% unemployment for five years after that. And then the American economy will be back to where it was in the year 2046. Then I think a hell of a lot of people would be saying, uh, let's put on masks and roll the dice. Sure. And, and we have to keep weighing that as more data comes in. Sure. And so uh, using that technique, if there is a limit to where you'd say, nah, nah, this is too much, well, then we got to find the sweet spot. Where is that sweet spot? I don't know. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're feeling our way there. We'll be talking about this for months, I imagine. Uh, interesting that the government or, or whoever can track where we're all going and distancing through our phones. How about that they can track fevers? Did you know there were this many people with the with the electronic thermometers that are broadcasting out your fevers? Have you been following this? No. Yeah, it's really interesting. I didn't know it was so huge. I'll tell you about that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. going there and it's a beautiful place and the character that was there was exotic joe we take pictures with tigers we've been went back a couple times then we go back another time and we found out that he's involved with all this stuff and then i actually i stopped going but i had no idea all that stuff was going on i don't harm tigers i love tigers i love white tigers and do i put donations to these zoos to help these tigers out i do it all the time do i own tigers personally in my house no again I was just a visitor. I met this guy, not my friend, don't know him, never had any business dealings with him, and I had no idea any any of that stuff was going on. Shaquille O'Neal trying to distance himself from Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Political condoms. Vote for me, or you need this because you're screwed. From Tiger King, which is... uh... Sort of, in, sort of infected our show with everybody being obsessed with it. Okay. Mm. Can't wait to do the next episode, I hope, tonight. Yeah, I know. I wanted to watch two episodes last night. Delaney, my college student who's home, 20 years old, she said, no, 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 we have to stretch it out. One episode per night. Yeah. Every <laughs> night. I like it. I said, come on, I want to watch another one. She's, she was advocating discipline. I am going to so blame everyone one a day. I do like blaming everything that goes bad in my life on Carol Baskin from here on out. That's yes. I'm going to do that. Very handy. Uh, a couple of things I need to get to. Watch the, your back. The L.A. County Sheriff has dropped its effort to close gun stores. Got enough pushback on that. 
Yeah. God dang it. It's just, you know, talk about the economy. There's a whole bunch of stores I'm not sure why they have to be closed. You're a tiny little store. You do barely any foot traffic anyway. Why can't you stay open? Gun stores have that, and it's a right, a constitutional right. Never let a crisis go to waste. Hey, can we hear uh, clip number three, as long as we're talking about the L.A. and Mayor Garcetti? I signed the ordinance passed by the Los Angeles City Council on Friday, providing an emergency eviction moratorium for both residential and commercial tenants. Everybody is going to try to get what they want amidst the chaos, and we'll try to call them on it. But we need your help. I like this headline. The Green New Deal. What does that have to do with the coronavirus? Nothing. It's just grabbing it during the chaos. It's like looting. Oh, yeah. I love this headline. Guy in high-speed chase was teaching his dog to drive, according to the cops. Mm. Uh, Highway Patrol said, I wish I could make this up. Yeah, guy was going 100-some miles an hour, crashed into a couple people. When he got pulled over, he told the cops he'd been uh, teaching his dog to drive. Was it a greyhound? Because that's one of your faster dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog should drive if you're going to have a dog drive? Probably needs to be able to reach the pedals and the steering wheel. So a pretty tall dog. Yeah, probably like something our... courteous, like a, a retriever of some sort. <laughs> so you're going with personality. A like, Dane. Like, yeah, a great Dane. Like our Anatolian yeah. Shepherd could drive a car. Um, but our pug could not. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I think a hound would be a good driver. Oh, sweet. We had uh, we were taking Baxi out for our big old power walk, and we were near the end of it and ran into some friends slash neighbors, and they had their little grandson with, and he was super terrified of dogs, I found out oh. later. But um, but I had Baxi under control, plus he was very tired from our long walk, and uh, and, and he, he petted Baxter, and Baxter gave him some licks, and I talked to him a little about dogs and holding out your hand to sniff and all, and... And uh, he wandered away a little bit, and his grandparents said, that is the closest he's ever gotten to a dog in his life. And oh, I felt great about that. That's awesome. I thought it was a nice little lad. Poor little fella. Well, my dog's 70 pounds, and he's one and a half times the size of this kid. And I, sa- I said to the kid, I know dogs are so fast, and they're so big. I don't blame you for being a little afraid of them. Nice little kid. Well, if though. you ever get knocked down by one once as a little kid, you're scared of dogs the rest of your life in most cases. Yeah. I was attacked twice by German shepherds as a kid, so now I'm terrified of Germans and shepherds. Dogs, I don't mind, though. It's strange. And now, final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Engage. So people from Germany and those who herd sheep. Yes. You're scared of them. I'm running okay. in terror. Yeah. Here, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. How about Michelangelo pressing the buttons, keeping us on the air in the control room? Michael, final thought. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep my life as normal as possible. I'm going to uh, go back outside and do some exercise, and then I'm going to come inside and watch Tiger King. There you go. It's a good day. Keeping yep. it simple. Positive Sean, final thought for us? Yes, uh, yesterday in the the One More Thing podcast, uh, we were discussing TV shows, and it was suggested I should make a a what-to-watch list during quarantine. I've done the first draft of that, but I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything out, so I'm I'm calling up my friends. I haven't gotten the calls back. I will have that posted up on the website for tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to seeing that myself. Jack, a uh, final thought for us? Maybe I'll stand up for the uh, the other, how the other half lives. If you've got a couple of kids, and in our case, a special needs kid, this is this whole thing is freaking grueling. Oh, boy. There is no, what am I going to do? I'm bored in our house. Well, <sighs> maybe with the kids, but now with the adults. None of that. Uh, my final thought, breaking news, breaking news. Australia is rationing uh, wine, beer, and liquor. 
due to panic buying. Really? If there are any Aussies listening who can manage to get a plane ticket, you come see your old Uncle Joe. I'll take care of you. I don't think we could run out of liquor in America, could we? All Aussies welcomed at my place. Even if there were panic buying of liquor in America, I think we would keep up fine. I just feel like we've got enough of it. Well, and yeah, I think the good folks in Kentucky would just fire everything up full speed and we'd have plenty. St. Louis, Kentucky... Golden Colorado, they'd all they'd well, kick things into extra gear. Microbreweries and micro distilleries all over America. My favorite bourbon right now is made in Northern California. So, bring it. Respond to the need, America. Pull together. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can watch the WHO's tool, Bruce Eilward. Prove he's a sellout to China. We have some great Armstrong and Getty swag. All of our podcasts are there. You can see that robot video. They will rule our future. Uh, all sorts of good stuff. Armstrongandgetty.com. They will rule our future. Oh, yeah. Bow down to them. See you in the future. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say. How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Coronavirus! 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 Armstrong and Getty.